Welcome to another episode of Morality Python Radio. And in this episode, we're talking to Jake Freeman of Convicted Constrictors about what else? Carpet pythons. But uh, first, Owen, how are you? How have you been? Very tired. <laughs> Just very, very tired. And I would recommend to the world out there is when you buy a new freezer, measure twice. So um, that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> but... Um, had to redo the snake room because I bought uh, bought a new freezer from a friend of mine, and it did not fit where I wanted it to go. So, yeah, I got to find a local rodent person because I went to buy rodents. Yeah. Holy uh-huh. Uh-huh. shit! Yeah, you know what sucks is that my last rodent bill was seven hundred dollars, and that's and that's my normal. I was I didn't go crazy. That was like my usual end of summer. Fill up the freezer so I'm gonna heavy feed kind of a thing, seven hundred dollars. Because uh the price of his feed had gone up, so that means the price of each bag goes up. So Wow. Yeah. Well let's not waste any time. Yeah. Jake, welcome to Murray Python <laughs> Radio. But are you breeding your own rodents or do you do no. you buy? No, you no, don't want to be I, one of those people? No, I did for a little bit, but um, it's too much work, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like having a collection on top of a collection. I have one box of mice, and that's all I'll go with. These little trio that produce they produce enough fuzzies to keep me occupied, and then we have the rat army that is slowly growing. That I'm out of in my hands and controlled now. <laughs> wow. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So let's go ahead, Owen. You can, well, Jake. You can um, obviously, <laughs> first time we have people on the show, we always want to know, you know, what kind of drew you into into reptiles and then Morelia specifically. Well, reptiles. I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it's kind of always been like that. You know what I mean? As a kid, I just uh, was always outside catching garter snakes or ringneck snakes or salamanders or whatever um i couldn't keep reptiles in my house so mm-hmm. i didn't really keep anything uh well i was probably 13 13 or 14 and my uh kind of talked my dad and let me get a lizard so i got a um eastern collared lizard okay and then um then i think i was about i think I was 17, almost 18, and me and my brother got an apartment. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know, I kind of went crazy then. <laughs> All right. Well, what was the first Morelia? I didn't I, – I had got a couple of um, pop ones back then, but I didn't have them long. I, okay. I started keeping carpets until uh, a year and a half ago. Okay. So, I started – I was kind of out – I started with berms and retics and stuff like that in probably mm-hmm. 05, 06. And then okay. I think 08 or something like that, I kind of got out. And then uh, I started keeping again in 2017. And, of course, I uh, fell into the whole ball python thing. And I bred them for a few years and uh, kind of got bored of it. Mm-hmm. And – you know, keeping ball pythons and stuff, I kind of got in that circle and uh, started, you know, following Chris Sexton from Heligai Serpents and stuff, and he's posting carpets and stuff like that. So finally, I bought a carpet from uh, Travis Johnson. Okay. Living okay. Reckless. And mm-hmm. um, 
after that it was over. I kind of made the decision <laughs> to sell all the ball pythons and buy carpets. Okay. So what was that first one from Travis? Um, just a coastal. Well, okay. I guess now you would say coastal type or traditional, you know what I mean? The traditional coastals, the American huh? coastal. I don't know. <laughs> it's like yeah, American yeah. cheese. We don't know what it I'm is. All, yeah. I'm always curious, like what, what made you choose that go from carpets to like you were with the, well, you kind of sort of did swim, similar to me, right? The big snakes. And then you moved to ball pythons, like, what about carpets made you just jump say, ship? Nah, yeah. these are the these are what I want to work with. Well, I mean, that's uh, pretty much all I had was ball pythons, and you just go in there and you open the rack, and there's a snake laying there. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Carpets okay. It's just different. I mean, it's more interactive, and plus, you know, I always like the bigger snakes, but I mean, I don't have the space for them now, and really, it's yeah. not uh, it's not practical. You know what I mean? I got a bunch of kids. I got limited space. So right. it's mm-hmm. still a way to have big snakes and also a snake that's more interactive, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Okay. I understand that. So, all right. And uh, what what what's your carpet collection look like now? What you're working with? Um, I don't know. Everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got um, some of the first stuff. I bought that from that um, uh, traditional coastal. <laughs> From Travis, and then um, trying to think of what I bought next. Uh, no, I bought another. Um, it was a Coastal Diamond Cross, and um, then I bought two. Uh, I bought a pair of gelatins from Nick right after that. Um, I bought uh, like all the stuff I bred last year. Most of it came from uh, Psychotic Exotics, like okay. my double head granite. My zebra head granite. Um, actually, the the granite jag I have that uh, that's the one that you kind of hear uh, Lucas talk about falling off the perch and stuff. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bought that one, and uh, I mean, I bought I bought a handful of adults because I'm kind of impatient. You know what I mean? I want mm-hmm. freedom. I bought the. I bought a bunch of stuff to raise up to. I've got the gelatins. Um, I bought a hypo from Nick. Um, I got a 50% ivory jungle from Nick. Cool. I just got some um, Nova Guineas. Okay. Um, How you liking them? Yeah. They're cool, man. I'm going to get a couple more. <laughs> it's added to the list, yeah. The the ones I have, man. If you if you just if you never heard of them, you'd think they were jacks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. I find it I find it crazy that more work hasn't been done with that to like improve that. Yeah, that I don't look. get it, but you, you know. know, they seem to be like back in the day. They were kind of like. There was a time when they were kind of hot for a minute, and then everybody kind of wanted them, and then uh, it kind of fell off. I don't, I don't. There's only a few. Who's working with them that I we know of consistently? Kohler. Yeah, I was gonna say Kohler. Hunt. Hunt. Billy Hunt. Yeah. And Nick. Travis. Travis. So it's like Travis. four or five compared to like other projects. I have a. You have. Yeah, I ha- I have a pair, and I think you just Riley has part a pair. Of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
It's yeah, but it's you weird. Can't like that, that anymore, man. Well, I mean, for an animal that has like that, that is such cool looking and has such a, <clears throat> a deep following without any kind of more stuff attached, you you figure there'd be more people wanting to plug into it. So yeah, yeah, weird. weird. I mean, I think it definitely have potential. Um, I mean, they're not as they don't have as much color as most pop ones do, but mm. I mean, they haven't been. They've just been paired to produce more because there's only a couple paired around. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I mean, I, yeah. As much as as much as people wouldn't like it, you know what I mean. You could probably do something with them to make you know similar animals to jags without the jag. I mean, I mean yeah, I think people I would like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Wow that that's a that's a that's an interesting question, right? If you breed. A Nova Guinea to a jungle. Could you get close to a jag? Make a looking like a jungle jag, jag. animal. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, I not Nero. I don't know if you would at first, but you could eventually the, get there. You picked out the ones that were kind of going that direction. You know what I mean? It's. I wouldn't say it's impossible. Yeah. Mm. Huh. But I mean, you know. Somebody out there is going to be like, oh, I got a new project. <laughs> Somebody out there who's reeling from what they just learned in the book is going to be like, finally, my day has come. So, yep. yeah. Okay. Cool. So you have uh, – you, you you weren't drawn to one section of yeah, you didn't, carpets. You, didn't you a, sort of wanted the whole – A light side or a dark really. side. Yeah. I mean, I kind of prefer the coastals a little bit more. I mean, they're just – at least over jungles. Mm. I mean, uh-huh. they're just easy to work with. Most of the jungles I have are just psycho. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean as, as they get older, I've had I've had a couple that are, you know, they they calm down, but it's just different. Right. Another thing I noticed is I hatched a lot of zebras this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all crosses because they're granite, you know, possible head albino and and whatnot. But every zebra is like that. Every yeah. single zebra is like that, but you know the the non zebra ones you can reach in and pick them up. So I've produced three clutches of the genes with granite and zebra, and every single animal from that those clutches are just psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what it is about the granite and the and the zebra gene. I don't know if it's like because they're sort of like. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. There's but something it's, to it. I mean. Yeah. Whoo. They're fire. Holy shit. They're, they're, yeah, they want to take you out. Yeah. My zebras from this past year have been rather vicious. But like he said, like, you know, with the normals aren't really that bad. Like it, it's just something about the zebras. They're just a little bit more on point. Yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I got nothing. Go for it. I'm trying to figure something oh, okay. out here. So, <laughs> what are you trying to solve an experiment? No, here? no, like, no. It's you fine. You just got a look on your face like, oh, so serious. Um, all right. So, okay. So, what's like your main project? Like, what's the project you're you're like 100. percent This is this is what I want. Coastals. Is that where you're at? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, coastals. <laughs> Coastals, probably pop ones. I got a couple of them. Um, 
I saw those ones. You, I think you posted up a picture. They said they were in quarantine or something. Yeah. They were nice. Yeah. So one they're, is wild caught? They're, yeah, they're together. I mean, honestly, I expect her to, to ovulate pretty soon. Okay, yeah, she, they usually go. She's thick and she's got the tracks down her belly and stuff, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, I think okay. she's going to go. I, I was... I didn't know if I wanted to pair her because she's pretty small, but she's also a pop one. So, I mean, I really don't know what people, you know, kind of usually. You'd be surprised. Like, it seems like everything can drop seven to ten eggs if you're not paying attention. So, yeah. Cool. So, she's the, let me just make sure I got it right. She's the wild caught one? No, the male is. The male, okay. Okay. So you he's, nice. Have you, he's got some nice banding and stuff. He's pretty nice. So you're shooting yeah. for some, uh, just some outcrossed Papa ones with that one? Well, I mean, the female isn't documented, so, okay. I mean, basically, you know <laughs> what I mean? But I, I can't prove what she is for sure. So. Gotcha. Right. So, well, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Yeah, how do you feel as about far as being somebody... Is that is that a no go? Well, clearly it's not a no go if you got it some. But do you prefer the it, documented? Yeah, I think it's always better to have documentation. I mean, that's really the only way to know for sure what you have, regardless right. of what they look like. You know what I mean? Yeah, looks can be deceiving. I had a couple from the doublehead albino granite clutch that looked pretty close to the pop ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't have the yeah. orange, but they're close. They could definitely uh, pass as uh, passes them. Okay, so what? <clears throat> so what other? What's what's the other projects here? The, the granites. I mean, something I'm, especially since you know I had quite a few nice ones. You know what I mean? That's something I'm gonna lean a lot of focus to. You know what I mean? And are these pure Papuan granites, or are you just kind of just trying no. to make really cool granites? Yeah, these zebra granites. Yep. Yeah. Uh, zebra, I got a granite zebra jag. Um, I got a couple. I kept a pair of zebra granites. Um, most of them are the ones from the double head clutch. They're 50% head albino, too. Um, and That's I cool. kept back a handful of possible double heads just to play with. Cool. Gotcha. So are you hoping for a granite super zebra or is Albino that, granite trying to yeah. avoid that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the granite super zebra is something I want to, of course, get to. The the albino, I'm not as focused on it. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like albino takes away from some stuff. Yep. Yeah, you know? I'd agree to that. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I guess I guess when albino was like the only thing you could get, it was. It had more allure, but it seems to have kind of. I don't know. Maybe my hands off the pulse, but it doesn't seem as popular as it once was. I think everybody wanted to see, like, was rushing to see what an albino this would look like, and then once we get it, they're like, okay, cool, and then they move on to the yeah, next. Kind of all look the yeah, same, no? Exactly. I mean, like, I everybody wants to see an albino zebra, then they get it, and they're like, oh, okay, it's hard to hard to tell, and then they move on. It's like, okay, I think. I think if I was going to see an albino, I like the those as much as it's sacrilege to say like those albino um, brettles and inlands. Yeah, that is sacrilege, and then, sir. My, my, <laughs> yeah, but they my look God. freaking sweet. Oh my man. God. 
They look really nice, man. You can't tell me they don't let. I can say like orange. Right? That, Are you with me, Jake? I agree. That's not the only thing that that picture Don Patterson has in the book, too. Now, uh, oh, yeah. The yeah. stonewash jag. I don't know. The scream stuff or whatever, whatever it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's something else in there, but I don't know. Redu- reduced pattern, Morelia buffet, what, diamond where it's jungle, much one from every <laughs> table. Yeah, yeah. But one thing's for sure, it's crazy looking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the golden. I think golden the other one that I would like, just everything. The other the one I would like to see albino, which would actually be pure, would be, you know, down in Australia, they have the um, hypo Darwin. Yeah, and if you put that with albino, you would get like a real sunglasses. True sun glow with that orange, I think, would pop. That I'd would like be fun. I'd like to see. You know who I'm talking? I don't. I don't know that uh, it could beat that hypo Darwin though. Oh no! no. <laughs> Good lord, mm-hmm. man, that thing yeah, is sweet. But that would be cool to still to line up the hype, like the 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 sun glow, like the two different sun glows that you could get. Like, um, yeah, yeah, that'd I be cool. To I wonder if that. Troy's. I think I wonder if Troy's doing that. I would imagine he is, but man, he he those if, uh, those hypo Darwins are just. If Troy hasn't thought of it, charts. and like he's listening to us now, and he's like Eureka, like I mean, like what are you been doing this whole time? I don't Troy? think so. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought of this. Like I don't. You should have been on this months ago, years ago. But yeah. Do you have any feelings as far as the super zebra and like that's another one that has seemed uh, to do you, I don't see Doc Tales or don't Doc Tales. Like let's go back to those well, wonderful comments. No, no, no. I, I just don't see them as much as I used to. Am I I, I don't I don't know. As as people swear, I, I think it's not even the tail thing, it's just the eggs going bad during incubation mm. is the issue. Have you thought about that or Yeah, I've thought about thoughts? it, but I mean I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it for myself, so I don't want to, you know, say this or that about it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I'll try it. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, then maybe, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I get what would be causing them to die in the egg like that? Would he, I don't know why. I think you're right where it's like, we, we saw them for a while and then people made super zebras, but then nobody really, chase down refining a super zebra like they did refining jungles and refining zebras they were just like eh there they are i think it's because of the egg situation yeah, yeah. maybe i think if you're trying to either do this as a living or trying to push ahead a project and you just get every egg is kicked precious. in the darts every season <laughs> you know what i mean like take a page from the bowling people you know it's kind of like that kind of deal I, well and also it can be frustrating if a female isn't cooperating like i this is my final year with my head exanic coastal it shouldn't breed gone man i can't i got i got bigger things that are i got other things that need cages and you can't just sit there with the same female trying year after year after year and then get nothing so yeah so what are you doing with the hypo what's your approach with the hypo project um this year i don't know I just started pairing stuff, and he's kind of – you don't act like he wants anything to do with it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's early, so. Yeah, it is really It is hard. very early for that. Have you seen any locks or anything from anybody? No, I mean, he just kind of stays away from her. So I, mm-hmm. I pulled him, but I was going to uh, 
pair him to a MBB Red. Just Ooh, nice. People <laughs> talk about it, but. Yeah. yeah, people talk about it, but then nobody pulls the trigger, right? Nobody like, has the guts everybody's to like, do it. Could you imagine doing that? All right, we'll do it. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, I would imagine it's going to be like the caramel. That would be yeah, my guess. What's your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try it. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to try it eventually too. <laughs> if, if he just so happens to not want to go, I'm going to. Uh, I have a striped M-Pen mail. I think I'll put to her. Okay. And I've been debating, I don't know, I'm kind of going back and forth. Do I want to put him to the Granite Jag or? Hell yeah. Well, you can do. You can do. <laughs> a hypo Granite Jag? The good thing is he's a bull. Yeah, man. do all of these things if he's really right. driven, you know. You might just have to yeah, make yeah. Hopefully he'll come around. I mean, it's still early. I started pairing early last year. Like last year was the first year I, I bred him. I paired early last year and all my ovulations were uh, – Mid to end, well, probably end of January, beginning of February. Yeah. Okay. Where are you at? Are you East Coast, West Coast? Yeah, I'm in Virginia. Virginia. Okay. okay. All right. So you got similar, similar. Yeah, close I, to I, us. I kind of do the pairing early, but then it's really cool because then it kind of staggers. You have your ones that are really driven and they get going, and like you said, ovulations by the end of January. But then you have some of the stragglers where you don't start seeing locks till like mid February, but that's fine. Because then you're not buried under a mountain of baby right. carpets that don't want to eat. You can kind of spread it out. <laughs> so. yeah, I produced three clutches last year, and I only saw one lock from one pair. <laughs> no, no, oh, wow. I, yeah, well, I didn't see a single other lock. No? Sometimes it can be sneaky, yeah, I man. Know, but, I mean, that's the one thing. Breeding ball pythons before that kind of helped me because I caught every ovulation. You know what I mean? I was already used to seeing stuff like that. So I caught – I knew that – that they had done something, but mm -hmm. right. I would start to worry. I actually, uh, you know, as long as it wasn't too cold, like if it was 75 and above and, you know, the process of me cooling, mm -hmm. I might take them out and offer a meal just to see if they'd eat them. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. See, but, that's, uh, the problem yeah. is that some of my guys, I swear to God, it could be 50 degrees in their cage and they're going to take a swing at that rat. Like they don't care. Yeah, I've, I feel like, I have females still trying to jump out of the cage. Yeah. If it's a bread lie, it's I always mean, on. <laughs> like it, it'll it'll eat when it's frozen. So so when when we were in Australia, right, the one the first carpet we found, it was pouring rain, and this carpet was on the move. And to me, I don't know. Everybody else seemed to think it wasn't that big of a deal, but to me, it was like, why would this carpet be moving? in the rain and i immediately thought it well it looked like it was hungry like mm. you know how like a carpet that hasn't eaten for the season after you've bred it you yeah, know it's like a tube like, of toothpaste yeah yeah it kind of <laughs> looked like that it kind of resembled that to me a little bit um but i don't know i just found like it interesting either either that or wherever it was at got flooded out but mm -hmm. I, it wasn't that you know, to where the, the area was flooded, especially, well, coming into that it was, but not at that specific area, but I don't know how far it would be, but I don't know, man. I just think like, so that made me think about what you just said about you guys talking about snakes eating at 50 degrees. I, I don't think that that matters as much. I don't as think they care. Think. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you think, Jake? I mean, honestly, what I did last year worked good. So, I mean, I got all three clutches, so 
I mean, I might offer a couple meals, you know, throughout the middle of the season, you know, just something small. Yep. I don't think it's a big deal as long as you don't go too cold and as long as they have access to that heat. Yeah. 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 See, to me, when I first learned breeding, right, and and to me it was, I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't understand that during the day, the sun you comes left up, the temperatures normal, right? <laughs> I thought that, like, when you dropped it. I guess I guess it's just similar to like maybe like thinking colubrid style. Yeah, to where I think you like, are because you, you know. I mean, colubrids. I, I unplug their shit and then I leave them alone for several months. Like I, there's, they're very much the set it and forget it snake. Where carpets, like I, I don't think I would be a successful breeding if I didn't have the computer systems that do all the work for me. Where I just have to set the night drop <laughs> and set the daytime and then leave. Like so. So what was your approach to breed? I mean, I find it interesting that you, you bred ball pipe. Did you, now, with that, did you go all year round? Um, all Yeah, I mean, I did, but it, a majority of them would, you know, it would be like uh, April, May, June, somewhere around there. Okay. I mean, and they kind of got cool, too. I mean, it, it kind of, you know. Gets cool mm-hmm. when it's just it, in your it, house it, and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? It kind of cooled down anyway. I don't know if that really did much of anything for them, but um, yeah, I mean, I just yeah. You, with them, you just all I did was you know every few few weeks or maybe every month or every other month, depending on where I'm at, just palpate them. And once you start to feel the follicles, just start pairing. Right. Yeah. It seems like. And this is another weird thing for me, like coming from ball pythons to carpets. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, they seem to be not as focused on the season, similar to like what you're saying. It's just sort of watching that female once she starts to build, then it doesn't matter when it is, then you put it. Whereas like when I was learning carpets, it was like, oh, well, you know, you have to cool down, <laughs> you wait X amount of time, then, then, you, then you put them together. Did you have trouble navigating that or you just uh, you just just watched the female and went for it not really well i kind of went by the kind of standard you know what i mean i listened to all the episodes breeding episodes on npr and i read the complete carpet python before all that so i kind of got an idea and i started pairing i think you know beginning to mid-november last year somewhere around there okay I just started right. cooling and pairing. And I mean, this year, before I even started cooling, I had a couple of females kind of staying on the colder side just themselves. You know? mm-hmm. so, right. So it yeah. was basically last year was your first year carpets. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah, man. You didn't, awesome. didn't run screaming <laughs> for the hills. All right. You know, that's good. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> with, go ahead. I mean, so with. With the buildup, too, because we still kind of technically I, – I should be in the starve right now where I'm letting everybody empty out. Um, do you do a, a buildup of food? Like do you hype up the food or, or increase the amount of food before we're going into cool down and starve season? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean this year especially I kind of got uh, – I don't know, lazy trying to get babies feeding and all mm-hmm. this. So I- I didn't start feeding until maybe three months ago and i was like oh oh crap I better <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah yeah cool but, yeah i do that and then i i basically let them empty out but i mean i think you know especially right around the time i start bringing temperatures back up i might offer a couple meals just to see how it goes 
I think that's smart because then you also do get the female who might be maybe a late ovulator to push it. And also, I mean, she's going to, I don't know why there's some carpets that'll eat all the way through pregnancy and there's some that will just shut down completely. So if you can get food into her before she shuts down, I think that only helps you in the long run when it comes down to that kind of stuff. So do you offer, you said you offer smaller meals when they come up though, just something a little bit like a step lower. Yeah, I mean, mainly just because it's cooler, you know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like it'll be easier for them to digest, you know, something smaller. Cool. All right. Yeah. So when do you when do you really start dropping temps? Do you – I guess because you're in Virginia, kind of like we're the same up here. I mean, I don't start fiddling with temperatures until December. Of course, I say that, and we're in the middle of a freaking cold spell right now that would be very nice to start dropping temps and – stuff like that so i don't do you usually wait to december um i mean i didn't last year and mm-hmm. then this year i mean i was going to do the same thing and started dropping a couple weeks ago just a little bit mm-hmm. you know i just started to and that's whenever we got that big warm front that came in and it got real warm <laughs> it's so ruined it everything yeah <laughs> just, i mean it was at the beginning so i don't think it's really it really matters you know? right right but right now i'm cooling a little bit you know just a couple of degrees and I'll make sure that, you know, it stays cold. Hopefully now we'll see. Cool. So, and now you normally, so with the ball pythons that you were keeping, was that a hundred percent like racks or did you have some cages with that? I did racks with all of them. All of them. Okay. And then he, obviously I, I see cages behind you. Have you shifted more towards that route or are you still kind yeah, of a mix? I mean, I'd rather have cages. I mean, mm. I still, I mean, I, I, I need more really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything bigger is in a cage. All the adult females are in a cage. And then the, my, my zebra heck granite's in a cage because mm. it's massive. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> there's that one but, boy that's like all the girls are in a cage and there's one male who just can't go in a bin. So, yeah. But everything else, like the males are six, seven, eight hundred grams. Everything else I have, so I just keep them in a rack. I mean, hopefully I can move most of that stuff to cages. You know what I mean? Maybe put them in three footers or something like that. But yeah, yeah. And you do you do males into females cages and stuff like that for breeding season. So it's good to have I, the cages for that yeah. too. Very cool. So um, now with your temps did we talk about how low you get them down to or do you just kind of no last year um last year i actually went down to 65 okay so uh why'd you think you were gonna go down down that far huh why'd you think you were gonna go down that far i mean usually some people kind of stop at 70 yeah i mean i don't know i mean i heard of you know this or that so i've heard a couple people say they go down a little bit lower but I went down to I went down to sixty five and I stayed there for one day and then came back up. Okay, so yeah, all right. Sixty seven, sixty nine. You know what I mean? Spikes. You know? Yeah, I got it. I got it. So that's good. And then it was uh, the. Did you see more breeding action from like the pop ones and stuff like that before you got a little bit lower? Because usually they go earliest and like at seventy degrees. They were pretty much, they were instant. Yeah. I mean, the the females already swelled up. So, I mean, they pretty much, they wasted no time. Right. I didn't see anything, really. I'd lift a paper, and they'd be under there curled up. But, 
Um, you know, it seems like all my animals like to hide. You know what I mean? They probably yeah. I, I mean, saw one lock last year, so the you, you, and I and I see the 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 give and take of that, where it's like, of course, I want to see locks because I want to know I'm on the right page, but. I'll know I'm on the right page when there are eggs here. Like, I don't really need to care. Right. Like, I don't. Well, it's even fine. before that, I mean, if you start to see the swelling yeah. and all that, and especially if she goes back on the heat constantly and doesn't move from the heat. I mean, and isn't eating. And yeah, right. there's there's a lot more science than just getting the locks. Plus, I, I, I think there's nothing. There's not a bigger kick in the balls than seeing a ton of locks and then getting no eggs from anything where it's like. Right. Get all yourself jazzed up, and then you're like, "Yeah, oh, all right." So, cool. So now, um, heat sources. Are you doing radiant heat panels, lights? What are you using so far? Yeah, I got radiant heat panels in the cages, and uh, you know, I use this heat tape on all the racks. Mm-hmm. Um, except that I got one uh, vision rack, which uses the cord. The cord, yeah. Any preference between the cord or the tape? Or I mean, I haven't had a problem with either, really. Um, I don't know. The, the I think the tapes, because I build a couple of my racks and stuff. Yeah. You know, I think the tape's just easier just to put a sheet down, you know. And, and then just put, <laughs> put it down, put the wall on, and then you're done. Yeah. yeah. I get that. You don't have to route a channel or anything for the cord to go through. So. Uh-huh. And you said that um, – how big are you getting your girls at this point? Like I know you said the boys are like, what, 800 grams? Um, yeah. I mean the the females that I'm breeding, you know, came to me as adults. So mm-hmm. um, the granite jag's not big. You know, she might be – I don't know. Look, five, maybe close to six foot, probably five foot. And she's – I think she has a good, uh, you know, good body size to her. But the double head albino granite's big, and I mean, they're, they're but they're, uh, I think they're twenty thirteen. So they're pretty, they're older animals. Okay, what was? Uh, but, I mean, I try not to get them too big. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What was? Uh, what was your largest clutch last year? Uh, number wise, twenty two. Yeah, that's not bad. 22, 15, and then the granite jag was not eight or nine. Do do you prefer the larger clutches or the smaller ones? Um, I mean the large one was probably too many. Yes, <laughs> but I mean I think in between is good. You know, twelve, maybe fifteen, probably twelve. I think twelve is good. Twelve to fifteen. I think in the teens is good. Like if you had asked me years ago, I'd have been like, if it's below 20 something what's the point but it's like i'd rather have like maybe 15 16 of this animal and then give me another clutch of 15 and 16 like i don't need double that i don't need 30 something of the same damn thing so um i do like the in the teens i think is where you kind of i think it's where you should be or where it's easiest um yeah i think that's pretty good i had i don't know how many male Zebra possible double heads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Here's another one and another one. Um, do you uh, do you sex them right out of the egg or do you kind of give them yeah. a little bit? Okay. Yeah, I pop them right out of the egg. Yeah. Right before I put them into their own bin. Yep. Yep. I, that's the best way to do it. I don't know. I, 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 it's so much easier than probing 
like two years down the road or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What the hell is that going to do? <laughs> yeah, well, there he goes. All right. So as far as I know, we kind of touched a little bit on the projects. Um, you told us about the pop ones you got going on. Are you doing a lot of repeat pairings this year or is it a bunch of new stuff? Uh, or it's, a mix? It's, of, it's kind of a mix. I'm yeah. going to do the, the pop ones, the MBB Red to hopefully the hypo, but if mm-hmm. not, I'll put the FN strike to her. Um, the, the double head granted albino. I think I'm going to repeat that pairing. Um, cause that one gave me the, I got two, um, granite zebras in that clutch that were kind of a little bit different than the others. Okay. Um, and I, you know, Got to see where that goes. I want a couple more like that. <laughs> That's how you build projects. Were they they lighter? Is, am I thinking that light? Like their color was, was yeah, lighter? Yeah. yeah, it's just uh, the the ones I usually see and most of the ones I hatch are just more of like a two-tone. You yeah. know, it's two colors, black and, you know, brownish, you know, brownish tan kind of. And the other ones were just—I uh, don't know. The only way I can explain it is they look like gr- real granite. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of different. Um, it's the one I posted a while back on the hook. Yep. On yeah. NPR. It's, yep. It's just a—it's uh, different than what I usually see. It's. So um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see if I can kind of uh, see if a couple more like that pop out. See what refine. I mean, you can kind of refine it a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's got. I like the eye too. They have like uh, it's almost like gold eyes on them. Yeah. yeah. Granites are one of those ones where like I I don't think I've ever seen a granite I didn't like. Like I I, I do enjoy the morph. I do enjoy. But I, and to be honest, the the idea of what could be done with them, but nobody really goes further to like increase that like nobody's really gone to really kind of enhance the color with this or mess with that i mean there's been some really stellar granites out there it's just usually they're almost like a one and done they pop up somebody has them they kind of show them off for a little bit and then you never really kind of see the next step after i hatched those granite zebras Mm -hmm. i started looking because i'm trying to figure out you know uh what i should price them at or or whatever you know and I started looking, and you can't find them mm. pretty much. And yeah. uh, I mean, to me, that's one of the coolest carpet combos I've seen, you know, especially with just two jeans. Yeah. And uh, I really don't understand why there's not more out there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't say that I know a lot of people that I think you. Yeah, I guess Carrie's not doing it anymore. I don't think. And um, who else? Uh, I, I have know a, Dave Palumbo has. Well, I have a zebra head granite. Yeah, I don't know why it's here. <laughs> so it's, yeah. <laughs> Came from me. So yeah. Has a couple, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm sending him at some point my caramel granite zebra female. She's ready to breed. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, it, I don't know why they're not more popular. Certain combinations just never seem to go beyond. We got it, success all around, and then that's it. Nobody ever really went the next step, which is. Do you think that it's because most people that are focused on zebra are not? They're not wanting to cross it. This maybe? isn't black and yellow. Be gone. Like it's. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know yeah. if it was because again, we, you never cross the streams. Like you can't cross the zebra with the pop one, and then build a project that you're not going to get ridicule for. But I, I don't know. It, if eventually, if you're if you're that far into it. Who cares? Do it. Okay. Right, go for it. Like it, this isn't yeah. not you. You're already at zebra granite. That the the lamp's already broken. Just keep going. At that point, why are you stopping yeah. there? So, I don't know. I would have liked to see more refinement because I think you could really make a lot of these animals pop. I mean, I think um, I don't know. I hope Eric produces some citrus tigers this year because I think that could uh, really. He has is another hey, job. Big something. <laughs> if, if, it, if it comes down to which tigers he produces this year, he knows which one are my vote. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let I him did produce citrus tigers later. Oddly enough, I did produce a caramel zebra citrus tiger with that was heck granite. Yeah, caramel zebra jag. Oh, caramel zebra jag. With citrus tiger in it, that was um, uh, had granite. granite. Wasn't that that weird clutch that like yes, yeah, there was like there were problems. There was like stellar baby. This one's hearts on the outside. Like it was like no, 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 no. Different one. No, no, (laughs) that was the one egg I got. Oh, remember the the citrus tiger? She got the one egg. <laughs> the one egg. <laughs> she laid at one egg. I the was one like, lonely little egg in the incubator. <laughs> just, she must be a chicken. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> She's like, and that's all you get. It's like what? So, so did you talk about what you want to do with the? I mean, with the granite and the zebra. Like, what are you hoping to do? Are you trying to make it more yellow, more lavender, more? I, I definitely don't want to make it yellow. Everybody okay. wants black and yellow. Right. Yeah. I mean, I. I think hypo would look good in it. I think so too. Kind of go more of an orange route, you know what I mean? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, um, that's that's what the citrus tiger brought. Oddly enough, it it, yeah, it made the, yeah it made it very very orange, and I was like, oh yes, I'm on to something I mean, what, here. What would a hypo granite? <laughs> it would look freaking awesome, look isn't like. it? In the book, it's in yeah, the book. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, I think the citrus tiger can do a lot, man. I don't know. We need a few more of them out there. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the I'm problem. Trying. You you gave me that one that that uh, you gave me a, another one. Uh, citrus tiger head albino boy, and yeah. it's just here, and I'm feeding it, and then it sheds, and I'm like, "Ooh, you're pretty." I'm like, no, no, you have to leave. Like, <laughs> you must be for sale. Like, it's just, but something about citrus stuff every once in a while. I'm like, I could build a project on you. It's like, no, too many. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was just, I always liked them. I always thought they were cool. You know what it was? It's like, I always wanted a tiger tick and like my citrus tiger girl kind of reminded me of that. Like the, 
The um, yeah. And that was would it be a tiger retic? You know how they have the the portals and the in the yeah, sides. The, yeah, it's yeah. the tiger. It's the super is that a tiger? tiger? No, yeah, it's the super tigers that actually look like like our tigers. So a super tiger retic looks like a tiger carpet. Yeah, but I'm talking like yeah, yeah. Oh, the, so it, uh, that's the, the one that has the portals. Yeah, has. Oh, that. okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Right. See, that I'm was not up on my. Uh, I just went out and got a damn retic. So that was <laughs> uh, once yeah. again, you're you're you're. Le- Light years ahead of me, so you know. I don't know since you're since you're fond of the citrus tiger, Jake. What's your thoughts on like I, I've talked a couple times about bringing it to a red and thinking mm-hmm. that it's going to look like those insane red uh, jungles that Will Bird had. I swear that's what he did. I swear I, to you, that's well, he what he did. Pro- he didn't produce that. <laughs> Balin did. Did he? Yeah, I was there. I know, but. Not the ones. The oh other yeah, the ones. one after that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, yes. <laughs> like there was, he took that thing and he bred it to a citrus. Like that is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. What are you doing with the citrus tiger? You have a what? Caramel head albino. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yet. I, I don't really know what I'm gonna do with them yet. Mm. I, I'll tell I you what, if, if I produce a, the citrus tigers, I'll, I'll send you some citrus tigers. There you go. Then you'll know what to do yeah. with them. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, really, that's really what I'd like to do with that male is, you know, use a citrus tiger, and, you know, make at least some heck granite stuff with it and then use that male to go back into it because, you know what I mean? You're going to have to bring more citrus tiger back into it later to kind of bring it back. I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, get the morph, yeah. and then after the after you get the morph involved, then fiddle with the color some more. Yeah, that'd be cool. I w- yeah, it's 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 funny that you got me thinking about that now about that granite zebra. Why have you had a lot of uh, inquiries about it, or like have you had people hitting you up that like what's the what's the feel for what people are thinking? Uh, I mean, I uh, I I produced. Uh, what one two three? I think five or six. I can't even remember. Mm. I sold. I think I sold three of them. Okay, that's not bad. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think they basically sold before anything else. Did you have to yeah, list I, them, or did people come to you with like uh, a, a little bit of both? Yeah, kind okay. of both. That's good. I mean, that's that's the sign of a good project. If some of them sell before you even have to post it or there's interest. Um, and then also, you know, if you have a couple holdbacks that or a couple animals that bleed into next year, that's not a horrible thing because then you can kind of see where they're going as far as development wise. You can also, <laughs> um, take back which one you were going to hold back. If one of the ones that you have up for sale turns out really good, you just slap a sticker on it and it stays with you. Um, so I, like, that's not, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. So what's your, uh, did, I, I guess you guys were talking breeding, but did you talk yeah. about your approach to keeping? Like what's, what's your, gotten there yet. what's your, your basic setups? I mean, I, I got all the females in cages pretty much. Uh-huh. Most of the smaller male, I got one big male that's in a cage and, um, most of my males and everything else are in racks. I keep the room at like usually about 79. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, roughly. It kind of bounces around 79, 80. 
sometimes in the summertime it gets up, you know, 83. But uh, I usually try to keep it right about 79. Okay. Um, The ambient temperature in the cages is usually right about 80 during the day. Like it's 78 right now. Um, I, um, the hot spot's probably 86. Okay. Maybe 87, somewhere around there. All right. I mean, that's typical. Okay. Yeah, pretty much just. How do you, I'm curious, do you have any thought or do you have any thoughts on humidity? This has been something that I've been thinking about mm. as of late. Not, I mean, it's during the winter time, I get a little bit worried about it sometimes. I've had one bad shed before. Really? Um, yeah. During the winter. Um, but usually once they go in the shed, I'll, you know, just, uh, cause most of my, um, tubs and stuff, I just use, you know, paper. Right. And most of them just unprinted paper. Okay. And I'll just um, overfill the water bowl a little bit or uh, just dump a little bit of water in there just the one time. And that usually, that's enough. Right. To that does it. Yeah. Make sure they have a good shed. So it's really the shed. Yeah. I don't know. It's It just seems like, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's something that, that they need. A hundred percent, if that makes sense. But I think maybe I it's think something that they can benefit from, if that if I'm saying that right. I mean, I it's, think, it's helpful. I think that's, that's one of just a few things we, we really don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do they benefit from it? I don't, it's kind of hard to tell. The thing that I've noticed, and it's what's made me think this, is, well, two things. One, taking the data in the environment, it's usually 70 to 80% humidity. Mm-hmm. And my thought with that is that I don't think it matters, especially for us on the East Coast, I don't think it matters so much in the summertime, in the springtime, because we naturally have humidity. This and I think... In my room, man, during the summer. It's right. Yeah. Right? Um, so I wonder if that cycle of humidity is good to induce breeding. Um, but I, I, I've noticed that for me in the wintertime, and I don't know if you guys have, know, Owen, you've had the same issue, but when we're running dry heat, yeah, um, dry. I noticed that it's not some, they make that wheezing noise that everybody mm-hmm. immediately thinks is an RI. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed it. actually kind of recently I've noticed it, you know, once or twice, but, I mean, it tends to. I, I have noticed it more like with them in shed. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. By, yeah. Or right before then, you know, if you pick them up and sometimes they're they're moving in your hand, and I guess it pushes on their lung a little bit. You know, you'll get sure. Like a, yeah. It's kind of um, freaks you out for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, and and again, I could be amp amp. I can never say this stupid word. Anthropomorphize. Say it for help me out here, Owen. Anthropomorphize. Yeah. <laughs> I said it right. Okay. You did. I you were, feel you're like doing well. it wrong. Yeah. Okay. No wonder you were silent. Okay. Very good. I, I was, you were doing good. I'm not going to stop you if you're doing good. Um, you know, like for me, that same thing and experiencing respiratory, you know, some, at least once a year getting sick and I always get sick and respiratory diseases and stuff. It like dries me out. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm wondering if it does the same thing, which then is that leading them to be prone to, you know, get an, an infection or, you know, because it's dried out. So like adding, so what I do in the wintertime now is I add, you know, like a humidifier that I put on just to boost it up a little bit. Not, I'm not making it jungle 80%, but, you know. I, I, I've thought about adding one, to be honest with you, because um, not only do I get the little wheezy thing with the carpets every once in a while, but like you have other species like white lips. It's like, oh no, oh, God, dude. the humidity has dropped. <laughs> the humidity has dropped yeah. from like eighty-five to eighty. Now my eye caps can't come off. It's like, oh, God damn it! Yes, like it's. Yeah. I've thought about that, but my rooms are so much bigger than some of the other ones. Like, I have to get like an industrial strength humidifier to like. Even then, what the hell is that going to do? The desert tortoise that lives inside in wintertime. Like, oh, you got know. lots of problems. It's, it's so many. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, but. Yeah. Would you would you consider adding one, Jake, or you just kind of flip yeah, the water thought, bowl on the hot side? I, yeah, I've thought about it a lot. Like right now, my humidity in here is twenty six percent. Oh wow, so, okay, that's low. Yeah, but they can, but they deal with it. Like it, for all we know, that's one of the well, triggers they need for breeding. And so, then by adding a, a big ass humidifier, it fucks everything up. Like I feel like, I feel like I'm trying to get out of that mindset of. It's, it's, uh, like meaning that like, oh, okay. It seems like it's okay. Is that, that Uh, you're trying to get out of the, it's not, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, not necessarily that because I'm not saying to change things to change things. Right. But I'm just trying to say like, I don't know. It just seems like to me, we, we've, we've come so far with keeping, and then, well, let me ask this question. Did you have shedding problems with ball pythons? Um, not not really. Maybe once or twice, but not really. I mean, yeah, I still did the same thing with them, though. You know, I'll Dump the water bowl and stuff? Yeah, dump the water bowl a little bit or something like that. Okay. But, I mean, I probably, I mean, I can't think of one offhand, but I'm sure I did once or twice. I mean, right. It just kind of happens from time to time. I mean, I just asked that because I, I, I haven't had problems with carpet shedding, but I have had every ball python I've kept, man. I get that. I just, just me and them are just, it's like, okay, we're going to part ways and never meet again. <laughs> you know, yeah, but I, I do like that you have a pair of normal, uh, are they farm hatched or did, are they wild ball pythons? Don't you have a pair? Oh, yeah, of wi- yeah. Um, the female um, um, is wild. I have a male that's farm hatched, or whatever you want. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I have two males that are like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's got like that's... a really loose pattern, and one's kind of dark. Just, I mean, when I got rid of everything, I kind of kept them just because I wanted to breed that female and just with that wild male and just see what, what comes out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. I think that's cool that you have that, that, that yeah. project. Yeah. It's uh, I, I, to be, to, to, I think a lot of the wild ball Python stuff was kind of ignored because of morph stuff when yeah. they used to just come in and everybody had their dinker projects, but really what they were looking for is to hopefully to f- discover an unknown morph or something like that, not try to just breed 
normal stuff for normal stuff's sake. So that is cool. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you know, with them, that's why I, I kept that female because she's really, really light. Mm-hmm. You know. What I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I wonder if, if nobody's. Well, I guess people have done it within morphs and stuff, but if you could take two uh, light colored normals and line breed them and produce, you know, basically the same thing you do with carpets. You know what I mean? Kind of refine a. You could. Yeah. Yeah. I think you absolutely Man, could. But I guess. There's I just five thousand dollar morphs out there. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. Are, do they still go for that much? Is ball pythons really that much? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's some. Uh, two years ago, I think there's still a couple that were right around ten. Wow. And that, that had actually been around for quite a long time. Like they kind of try to manage the project, who gets it, you know, sell only females at first, so it takes them forever, you know, longer to grow it up. But you yeah, gotta hand it to the the, the yeah. ball python breeders, man. They they have it dialed in, man. They they don't they don't they don't screw around with nothing, man. Jesus. Yeah. There's still there's still stuff popping up, man. It seems like once at least a couple times a year there's some new morph on the market yeah man. i don't know it's crazy yeah i think uh i kind of had a feeling that it was that that whole market was sort of not dying out but like sort of it, it seemed like it wasn't as 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 popping and then all of a sudden kabilka came along and <laughs> Just I mean, like he's a, he's a genius, really. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His I mean, force, I, his foresight is is freaking nuts, man. You know. Yeah. But I also wonder how many projects did he have that didn't come to you know didn't go the way he thought. So it just comes across to us watching, you know, him. Mm-hmm. Re- produce these amazing animals and like how many duds did you hit to get to that one, you know, amazing animal. Ooh, and then the benefit. God break the eggs, man. You make the omelet. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't know. I, I, my hat's off to him, man. He, he, mm-hmm. he knows, he knows where it's at. I, you know, then you got Ozzy boys. He's another one. He's another yeah. one that, uh, seems to, uh, have it dialed in. What's that? There's a few of them that are, that are. Oh really, yeah, you know, and they're. I think they're a good. Um, I don't know, a good face for the hobby as far as their, you know, that community. You know what I mean? Because how so? Those are well, those are dudes that you don't see always getting in the drama mm. or whatever. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. And then you're you talking have, about them specifically. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, those, I could. I could agree with that. There's a lot. Yeah. It seems like uh, Kabilka in particular, somebody to me that stands out, that somebody that isn't involved in any kind of drama like that. But yet he's friends with people that are, which I, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of a tough balance, right? You know, you you want to be friends with somebody, but at the same time you have to balance not being involved in their bullshit. <laughs> And that can be hard, especially with people on social media and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, I know the guy, but I don't agree with everything he says. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, that can be tough. Okay. And now, do, am I, is it 
correct that you now have a scrub? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought about sending it back, man. Oh, oh really? I think it's broken. Why it is it my jerk? I don't bite. It's <laughs> <Just> there. <laughs> I mean, you can reach your hand in there. You can reach your hand in and grab it. Yeah? <laughs> Give it time. Yeah. Well... <laughs> It might, it might, it might never turn. Which, what kind of, yeah, what kind of scrub are we talking about here? The southern, southern. Man, southerns aren't that bad. It's beautiful, so. man. A lot of orange on it. Yeah, it's yeah. Really where, it where did, where did that come from? Um, I can't remember. Some, uh, I got it off somebody on Morph Market. I can't. Oh, remember okay. I gotcha. have to look it up. Cool. I've been wanting scrubs forever, man. So is this is this a project that you're building that you want to add some more? Scrubs? Oh yeah, I, I'd at least it's a female. I'd at least like to get a male and raise them up. You know, what I mean? nice. Yeah, there's a Scrub, yeah. scrubs are cool. They're a handful, but they're cool. Yeah, yeah that was something I wish I'd. Uh, I wish I could have pegged the scrubs down, but you know, the, I'm surprised you haven't gotten back into them. I got I got the one dud clutch of the um, tannin bars. And then after that, I was pretty much spent. Um, I mean, what's it's a big snake that is wants to chomp you. Yes, yes, go on. And they're hard to breed. <laughs> yes. It ticks all your boxes. But listen, we can't have – I can't fill my house with impossible to breed animals more so than I already have. So, you know, let me, let me tick off a few here of success stories, and then we'll talk about expanding more. You know, okay. Like, like I got the gold white lips. Now I keep talking about Papuan pythons. Like, you know. Oh, good God, man! I got, I got to, I got to. Let me get the black white lips, and then we'll talk about scrubs. Let me get the team wars, and then we'll talk about I don't know, bull and I. So it's, and we'll keep going. (laughs) Oh wow! Okay, so what's the dream Morelia? The one you wish you you want more than anyone? Oh man. I don't know. Um, I don't know. My favorite's always been gelatins, but do you see what Nick posted on his website? No. Uh, what was it? A new animal up for sale, or was it another gelatin? A group of Cape Yorks. Oh. Oh yeah, I got those. <laughs> Man, yeah. look, I, I, my gelatins are probably some of my favorite snakes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. They're kind of similar, but have like a Rockhampton looking head stamp. You know what I mean? Like a, um, they're just they're crazy looking, mm-hmm. but they look kind of similar. Um, I don't know, man. That's a that's a hard one to uh, look at. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the Cape Yorks are. Um, they're cool. I, I'm looking at him now. I might actually buy some from him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. All of them are nice. Every one of them. Yeah, oh, yeah they're not. That one's really nice. They had their their need they're, another project. They're definitely different pattern wise than anything that I've seen in the hobby. Yeah, that um, is cool to see them kind of set aside like that. Yeah. yeah, I've never. I mean, that's the first time I've seen him available. You know, in the past, mm-hmm. you know, year and a mm-hmm. half or whatever. He's got some right. exotic yeah. head granite too, and some nice head granites. Yeah, and some nice uh, granites. God damn it! Why am I on this page? <laughs> like, this is a terrible <laughs> thing for me to be on. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, at the time, I was surprised. I think it was just me and Nick and um, who else got some? Somebody else. Um, Toller? No. Um, mm-hmm. We just had him on the show. Why am I drawing a blank? I don't know. 501. Hmm? Uh, I can't remember. I don't, know what you're talk- I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. Never yeah, mind. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, they're cool, man. They're cool. I, I, I dig the gelatins a lot, too. Um, I think they're probably what – they're my favorite jungles by far. Yeah, just, man. I, I mean, you can't beat it. It's a, it's a natural-looking exantic pretty much, but really, yeah. I mean, it looks better if you ask me. There's kind of a couple different looks to them, you know. Yeah. My male is more of a um, kind of a greenish hue to it, and then the female is more just white and and gray and black. Yeah, some of them are are very banded. I have produced – Man, the, these ones that are going to Justin are just freaking phenomenal. You've seen them, Owen. Yeah, know. yeah, I have. It's it's one of those stripe. Like, you, you want to talk about and, stripe? Holy shit! Thank God he's taking them because I had been like, all right, that's enough. Even yeah. like, yeah, I, I resisted them so long, and then like, oh no, they're going to Justin. Oh, thank God. So, do you have a pair? Do you have a pair? Yeah, of Johns. Yeah. Nice. The male's more of a banded looking. Um, the female's kind of got you know a partial stripe going. So the funny thing is, is neither of mine were striped at all, and produced amazing stripes. I was going to ask, like, yeah. are you going for something with the gelatins, or just you don't care at this point? I mean, just breed them together and see what happens. You know, yeah. what I mean, that's kind of what I want to. Gelatins and some other stuff. At, I don't know. I think it needs to stay where it's at. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. no reason to, to improve it. It's just it's fine the but way it is. If you want to do that, you know, use an ivory or something, maybe. Yeah. I got yeah. I I don't know, man. I I kind of like the. I think you can like some some of the gelatins in Australia are just whoa, man. Yeah, they the, the ones that they've been breeding. Holy shit! So I can imagine. If we kind of stick to that same route, that it's mm-hmm. gonna kind of fall in the yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, route. I definitely want to see some striped, nice striped ones, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think you can do a lot just you know going towards a banded look with them too, or and even that. refining that green hue, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. See, that's what you usually don't see. You know what I mean? Or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you don't, you don't, and you don't see that in another carpet. No. But how much can you really do before it stops looking like a gelatin? Like, I know you can refine the hue and you can do a couple things with the colors and you can definitely mess with the patterns and all. But, like, will it eventually get to, like, the jungles that we have that are black and yellow? Will you eventually get so far in it doesn't look like a gelatin anymore? Well, what looks like a gelat? I don't know. I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Go I don't know. I'm just put, I'm just putting questions, dude. I don't know. It's at, I don't know answers. Okay. I mean, they kind of. I guess they they look like kind of look like them. But I think Eric, you said there's a they had a bunch of different looks, right? Wild yeah. Mm-hmm. One looked like a citrus tiger. <laughs> 
<laughs> one looked like uh, one always looks like a citrus tiger. The, the one, the other one looked like it could pass for like those poplin carpets that are yellow and black mm-hmm. and brown, like mm-hmm. yellow, yellow. You know, yeah. kind of look like that. Um, but the interesting thing is, they all had those uh, that pattern that I haven't really seen in other carpets like I have in the gelatins where they have Rob and I coined it the railroad tracks where it's like double stripes down the sides and the top. Rob, the one I sent to Rob has that probably the most out of Mm -hmm. all the ones I produced. I'll have to ask Rob for an updated picture, see what it looks like. (laughs) Freaking phenomenal. (laughs) And I know the one that I sent him to, I think I want to say he sent it back and it, he sent me a picture and it really did have sort of a really like the whole snake had a green hue to it, which was interesting. It just had an interesting color. Because didn't yours go more lavender where Nick's went more green? Color-wise? Mm, or was it the way my, around? My, No, no, no. It was really the came down to the striping. Okay. <clears throat> he kept the stripes. And he got banded. He got I banded, mean, he babies. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, so, I, again, that, that's a cool thing, right? I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I kind of think like, you know, the thing I like about breeding normal carpets, like normal carpets, so to speak, is that like, you're always going to get that odd couple that pump out of the clutch where you're like, how did this happen? Yeah. Well, you don't, I mean, I don't know if you breed in albinos, you know, you're going to get an albino. If you breed in granites, you know, you're going to get a grant. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. To me, that was the, always the fun of uh, normal carpets. Yeah, I mean, last year I bred that M Pen male to a female that I just, it was just a random female, you know what I mean? It was sold as a coastal, no documentation, looked like likely a cross. Mm-hmm. Right. But, I mean, I got some really nice stripes, and I got a couple of really nice stripes that were better than the male. The female wasn't really striped or anything. She's kind of banned, just kind of a typical, you know. Right. Band, you know what I mean, kind of. Um, but I got one baby that's, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a kind of a banded look, but the, the edges are real jagged. Um, it's And it's a lot lighter color than the rest of them, too. It's more of a... Um, yeah, I'm trying to look through your Instagram real quick no, to see if I can find color. it. I, I yeah, get I, you. I, I mean, I that get what you're saying. That's that cool. one on, uh, I posted that one on NPR pick of the week next to the striped one. Oh, okay. Let me cool. look it up. together because they're siblings. And it's just weird that the, the variation is. Uh... Yeah, the, the variation can look nuts. I got to take a picture of that striped Brisbane that I hatched this year because both her parents are banded and look like Brisbane's. And then she came out having a full stripe. And it's like, well, shit. All right, I guess I'm starting a Brisbane project. Thank you very much for that. Like, it's to have that weird kind of out of left field animal, which, I mean, that happens with every clutch. You always have the standout yeah. ones. And that's where you can get all excited and pumped about hatching is what's going to come out, what's going to look like. You kind of have an idea, but there's usually the ones that are the cream of the crop. So that's always cool. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect, I didn't even expect any really good stripes from yeah. the club. You know what I mean? But I got two that were, they're better than the male. 
that's what Eric does. He's like, you know, I put these two banded together and I hatch nothing but stripes. I'm like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> I put these two stripes together and I got nothing but bands. Like, it was just so something in the water over at his place. Stripes prevalent. So, yeah, I'm trying to find the uh, the picture you're talking about. Let's see. Yeah, posted uh, that and the, the striped animal side by side on NPR. Any other weird variation in your other clutches between some of the stuff you saw? Um, just that one granite that's kind of um, just a little different than the others and mm-hmm. a little bit lighter. Um, and the, I mean, I guess the the oh, granite yeah. zebra jags are not weird, but I don't know. The, the <laughs> granite zebra jags are pretty cool. It's normal for a granite zebra jag, which is weird for everything else. So, yeah. yeah. Man, that uh, that's str- so. I see what you're saying with the uh, the the, Z- the crazy pixelated pattern on the bottom. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. And the head stamp's weird. It's just it's just an oddball. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. But that stripe, man. If that doesn't look like an M pen, holy shit! Yeah, both <laughs> of them were like that. Both of them were like that. The one has more of a more like perfect portholes on the side and um, and the other one's a little more jumbled up on the side but both of those strokes were nice that is cool did you see it Owen I just sent it to you yeah pulling it up right now yeah it's um I like that, the little um, portals nice. in the in the which you I don't often see that is in yeah. the like that second stripe. So you got the, the, the bald back stripe and then you got that darker outlined lavendery type of stripe. Right, or, yeah, on the sides and then it has portals. And then in you that. got like little portals in that, which is and then you have pretty cool. The other lateral stripe, and then you have another stripe that has even more portals in it near the belly. It's like yeah. how did you squeeze four goddamn stripes into one animal? Like this is not wait. <laughs> Like you're adding stripes. That's not what you're supposed to do. That is cool, and I like the head stamp too. Yeah, yeah I guess nice. the one with the portals is probably my favorite one. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. I like that look better than the side stripes. You know what I mean? It's yeah, something. I, I, I that would be one of the ones that I'd be like, you, you get to stay. <laughs> yeah. Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, it's a male. That that clutch. Mm. Yeah. Is, 15 eggs and it was uh 13.2 after a certain point where you're like i'm doing something fucking wrong right like it's <laughs> well actually i like it better when it's heavier males because now i know i'm not doing it wrong because i can see the hemipenes where if it's yeah. like a female heavy clutch i'm like no no clearly i'm like either not pushing hard enough or i'm not doing it right it's like yeah but that is god damn it you want an even split or somewhere close to even yeah, yeah, that one's rough. That was the first clutch to hatch last year. I was like, man, <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> the other ones were pretty even, you know, for the most part. And I mean, really, everything worked out as good as it could have. I think. Was it, um, my Mad Hog clutches this year? I had twenty-one Mad Hog eggs, and I had uh, it turned out to be like. Like eighteen point three, 
out of the like the entire clutches or something like that. It was like no, I'm sorry, it was the other way around. It was three point eighteen. I only got three males. And I had like eighteen females. And I'm like, I don't what? <laughs> so yeah. So from a selling point of view, is it better to I'm, err on the side of female or on the side of male? What say you? Go ahead, Owen. I mean, like what if I'm if I'm selling it and I'm not hundred percent sure? Yeah, like DNA well, no, test what I'm saying is <laughs> like, no, 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 you know, no, 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 oh. no, no. When you get a clutch, yeah, you hatch it out, yeah, and you got two point thirteen or thirteen point two, dude. No which is what, better? No matter what, your customer wants the other thing. Okay, oh, like okay. Right. if it you if matter. you hatch out three point twenty, everybody's going to hit you up for boys. If it, like let's put it this way, if if it's a bread light, like normal straight bread light clutch. More yeah. boys. People somehow love a lone male bread lie as a pet. Because it because it doesn't get as big. Right. But they just want a male bread lie as a pet. Normal, that's it. They don't want a female. They want a male. So normals, right. boys. But anything that has like any kind of color or different things like that, it's almost like it's a split. It depends on what people are looking for. Some people might need more boys. Some people might need more girls. You know, yeah, jungles. Yeah, I get, just jungles. I get blown up for girls all the time because somebody's always got a really. If they have a really stellar male jungle, and they find there's always room for another really stellar jungle female in a jungle right. breeder's collection. If he's yes. got really good looking boys and he finds a girl, hell yeah. So, what do you think, Jake? I mean, <laughs> Which I, is, I think it really depends on what it is. You know, what yeah. I mean? if it's something yeah. up. If it's something obscure, you know, I guess it depends on what's usually available. I mean, like that that clutch right there was a the female was pretty much unknown, so it's a you know majority like a hundred dollar snakes. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the right. males really matter because mo- everybody that's buying those wants just wants a pet. You know what I mean? Right. They don't ask anything. Right. So I mean, I really <laughs> think it depends on what it is. But yeah, I mean, I, I would rather have females just because. But yeah, you know, but. it seems like if you're a breeder, you would prefer the females because then you can hold some yeah. of them back. You know, well, and, and it also depends on what you've got going on because if it's a if it's a rare project, you really want enough that you can pair them up, right? right. Or if it's a morph project. You really don't want to sell males. You'd rather sell females so that, you know, people aren't going and breeding males to. But then but then you also have to take yourself into consideration. Like I only hatched out because I had to do the split clutch with my curtain this year for the wow um, mojo zebra. zebra stuff. So we had four zebras, two boys, two girls. We each took a pair of zebras, which is great. And I'm keeping the female zebra because she's absolutely stellar. But then it's right. like, you'll be great right now to sell a female zebra. <laughs> like, that would be <laughs> awesome to kind of have right. an extra one to sell. So you have to take yourself into the account, too. Like, if it's a morph project, you want to have maybe one or two things. This way you have options to keep one and maybe sell one. Right. Otherwise, you just like, oh, my God, look at this great looking girl. I could use another girl like, and then you just keep it. You just tag right. you franchise tag that thing. Um, my entire clutch, I did the Carmel Head Exanic to the Carmel Head Exanic. And I still I, I haven't even listed any of the animals from that 
clutch. And for many reasons, one, because they've just been a bitch to feed. But the other is because I'm not 100% how they're going to turn out. So I'm holding them all. Mm. And I've never done a Burke clutch, but here we are. <laughs> I'm glad I could influence you. <laughs> so, so J- yeah. So Jake, when you when you're when you're doing your projects, you have your granite zebras and and you know some of the other projects that you're talking about. Are you gearing to hold stuff back and and keep keep pushing that forward? Or are you are you a, a guy that sort of sells everything? Maybe keeps one or two. I mean, I don't keep a. I don't know. It's kind of hard. Man. <laughs> I want to keep a lot of stuff. I mean, I definitely want to hold stuff back and and try to further the project. Uh, um, like out of the double hat albino granite to zebra hat granite, I kept a pair, a pair of granite zebras. Okay. I only produced one female granite right. zebra. And, okay. Uh, I kept a pair, and I kept, I think, three female um, possible double heads. Okay. Just Not to bad. Play with. I kept um, from the other clutch. I kept a. A jag head granite, hundred percent head granite, and I think I really don't need any. There's, I kind of did that, that striped coastal to that undocumented female, just to you know, I was kind of like, oh, you know, I want some eggs, you know, I mm-hmm. might uh, might not get anything else, you know what I mean? That was right. Just kind of a, but I, I kind of want to keep a couple of those, you know, just to see what they turn out like. I mean, yeah. I definitely think that the M Pen male could do good to the right female after seeing that clutch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's certain ones where you're like, I'm pretty sure you, you're, this is going to be okay. So, um, yeah, he was the only one I saw lock last year. And oh, really? Like, yeah. It's like three days before she ovulated. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. It's weird. Sometimes um, breeding can induce ovulation. So yeah, it's just weird. Then he has to do it again. It, if he <laughs> doesn't do it again, he's 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 stupid. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's. And I also, the other thing I did with that clutch was uh, I split it up a little bit. I didn't split it in half, mm. but I mean, I just kind of split it up and how it fell apart as I did it. Is I left six six eggs with with her. To incubate them, and then I put nine of them in the incubator. Oh, interesting. Was there any difference between the kids when they hatched? Not really. Okay. Um, well, there's a, there was a little bit of a size difference, kind of. I mean, there it was kind of hard to be sure because there's a there's a couple of 15 gram babies, uh, and the ones in the incubator, and there's still one in, in what she incubated too. Okay, I'll say this, um. The three best stripes came out of the ones she had, though. So. All right, so <laughs> ah. shut up! No, shut up! Now we're not done yet. Um, out of the feeding, which ones maybe took the food faster? The ones that were with her, or the ones um, that were in the incubator? Okay, so the last oh one goodness. from that clutch was maternally incubated. I think, <laughs> it, I, I, I think it was also she had less than I put in the incubator and all that. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, I got, I mean, all of them feeding. That one took six months to take its first meal, but every one of them, 
to Sweden now. So you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. You know, it might be smaller, but it might eat sooner. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about maternal incubation with the eating. I was just saying, get I went there. I went there quickly. (laughs) I didn't want want you to have some sort of moral victory, and I I can't have those. So, yeah. I I didn't track everything, but um, it kind of seemed almost to match up, you know. But like I said, there was three more eggs in the incubator than she had. And so, really, I kind of did it for fun. One, I was like, okay, if I split this clutch, is she going to go back on the eggs? Did she go yeah, right back she, on? She did. Yeah. I bothered her, man. I, I tempt gun the clutch. I, I tempt gun the clutch, the 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 clutch, the enclosure, and the and her. Uh-huh. I temp gunned her, the eggs themselves, and the enclosure every morning and every evening. <laughs> every wow. morning. Every So every what did you day? get? What did you see? I'll post a picture of it later. Yeah. Okay. It, down, but it was almost, it was almost perfectly stable the whole time. Wow. Now, like, I think like a week or so, I have to go back and look, but I think about it. It was close to hatching time. There was one time that I temp gunned it and it was at least five degrees lower than it usually was. Mm. But I think huh. maybe she got off and got water or something like that before I came in the room, maybe. Um, but it was almost exactly the same all the time, like 88, 89 the whole time. Was she wow. was she off really the close. eggs around? Like, did you, because when I did maternal incubation, my girl was off the eggs like clockwork this time at this time. And then on him at this time, like was was it staggered or was she on him like consistent or did she no, have I a saw rhythm? Her, I saw her off of those eggs one time. Jesus. And I started to worry about it though because I only saw her off when she was probably coming out at night or something when I right. wasn't in here. But I moved the water bowl from the the one end of the enclosure to kind of right in the middle so she could kind of just come just, most of the way out. Lean out of it and go get it that way. Did you feel... I mean, she was probably, of course, she was probably, you know... Oh, yeah, I, I, I guarantee it. Like, Man, she looks like shit, you know? <laughs> did she eat it all while she was on the eggs? I didn't offer it to her. Ooh. I mean, I, I should have. She probably would have. i tell you what, that's one of the calmest snakes, one of the calmest carpets I ever had. My kids hold her and everything. And, uh... After that, every female after that, a couple of my females were real calm. If you go to unlock the lock on the cage, they're coming after. They, you. they know that they know the sound. Yeah. Yeah. After the breeding season, they really, they really. Uh, oh yeah, that is. Uh, the, the, when, when the food is taken away, <laughs> they're like it's never coming back. They need to like any. My guys do not settle until we get to like June. Where it's like a consistent food coming back kind of a thing, but I I did feed my carpet when she was doing maternal, and she like did the one thing I did not want her to do, and she just took a dump right on top of the eggs. Yeah, see, look, I've listened. I'm telling you, I've listened to every episode of NPR at least three or four times. Right. You know, all this. See, I heard those stories. I'm worried about that. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, there's the like, I'm finally doing this, and you're gonna do that to me. So, oh, wow. and with that, like it dried, yeah, it didn't really affect eggs too much, but the top egg was a dud and it got disgusting and moldy. So I waited for her to be off the clutch, took the clutch, sliced that egg, drained it, 
ripped it off because that also cleaned all the shit off the top of the eggs and put them back. And she went right on top like it was nothing wrong. Nothing changed. So. Wow. Yeah, I'm worried about that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not sure if I, I, I would, I would want to feed during incubation, but that was so fucking annoying. Like it was just like, please don't Why? shit on your kids. Like it's the Why? one thing I don't want you to do. Why would you want to feed during maternal? Because then she didn't look like an. She didn't look like I horribly abused her when she finally got off of them. She looked semi horrible, but like you know, so. I wonder if there's a um, a balance there where you can feed her enough preseason to to sort of cushion that a little bit. Yeah, probably. Will it be too much to where she won't breed? I don't know. You know I, mean? I, mean, I thought about trying it with my biggest female, that double-head albino granite. Uh-huh. She laid her eggs on top of her hide box and sprawled everywhere and didn't even coil around them so i was like that's a no-go but she she barely even looked like she laid eggs really <laughs> big like she actually she's a, she weighs less now than she did before last season oh. i didn't even feed her back up to her weight because she's pretty big yeah, I, I see some of the pictures on your Instagram, and yeah, she 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 she's got that big chunky carpet head yeah, that I talk the, about. She's got the biggest head. head out of anything in this room. This yeah. yeah, that's but cool. She's a cool snake. Slimming yeah. down some snakes too. It's almost like they 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 act better and as moms when they lose a little bit of weight or something like that. Like they'll coil the eggs a little bit better. I mean, I had I had huge carpets. Um, and some of them just always seem to be, some of them have gotten better now that they're slimmer, like attitude wise, egg wise, it seems to be better. So who knows? Maybe she'll coil them all this year or that, or she'll spread them all around like a man. Oh, and I'm like, writing down all these things that you're saying that no, you're I never not. thought There's, that listen, I would hear you nobody, say. No, 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 no. Like, Nobody, one needs, to, nobody needs to hear this shit. When Owen did, am I? No, listen, Owen, <laughs> that was a weird experience. <laughs> like, and I did it just so. It, listen, Jason Balin would text me every year, going like, "Are you going to put your big boy pants on?" So you know what? We finally got annoyed uh, enough to do it. So, Balin broke you, okay? Yeah, Balin breaks me in a lot of things, but eventually you just got to do it. And it was a cool experience, and I did enjoy seeing her do all the crazy shit. But my incubator just never never crapped on the eggs, so I don't know what to do here. Well, it also never fed the mama, so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. Uh, fair enough. So what's the next carpet project, Jake? You dip into bread lie or inlands or? Inlands. I'd love to have inlands. Yeah? Inlands. I really want them Cape Yorks now, though. <laughs> I feel like I had that'll an idea, probably, but now <laughs> that'll probably be soon. Yeah, if there's if they're still around after the holidays, I'll probably grab some. Uh, yeah, and maybe maybe more gelatins. I mean, if the box is coming from Nick already, I mean, you got to right. fill it. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's just you know. Because he'll do that thing where he's like, "You got it. You got your Cape Yorks. What else do you need?" And you're like, "I nothing. Wait." Do I? <laughs> and then, yeah, that's 
Maybe some more. I don't know. Yeah. Justin, he produced some really nice inlands, man. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Good, good old doctor. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't have inlands yet, do you, Owen? No, I don't. But okay. but so. so other buddy came to me asking if he wanted to do pull the trigger on some inlands. And I'm like, yes, you do. And he's like, why? I'm like, because I don't have inlands. And I need you to so pull the trigger and then uh we'll talk later. So uh other okay. buddy got a pair a really nice pair of inlands this year. Or this you week, actually. So. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah there's one on Morph Market, maybe I saw. And yeah. Every once in a while, Nick has one or two posts or whatever. But Yeah, I <laughs> don't know if it's – they can be trickier to breed for some people. I don't imagine seems, they're going to be as – Seems like Justin has them dialed in. Exactly. So, like, maybe you have to do a little bit more finagling. It's like bread lie. You have to remove them from the room. You have to do this. Like, if you can do diamonds and you can do bread lie, you can do inlands. It has yeah. to be. So, I, if I had space, if I had an unlimited amount of space or a very, very large <laughs> hanger that where I kept all my snakes, of course I'd have inlands. Right now, you know, I gotta, I'd have to start kicking out other projects, and I'm not there yet. There's another type of inland that I have my eye on. <laughs> type in? Uh, inland type in? Yes, that's no, yeah. the one. You're going that crazy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm looking at that girl on top of uh, – oh, wait. That's – yeah. Holy shit, man. She, her, I'm looking at her on top of the uh, – the, you use those same boxes that Owen uses for hides. The <laughs> black tote with the yellow Yeah, with lid. the yellow lid. Yep. They're fantastic because they lock. She <laughs> she looks thick. Wow. I, I love those. Bins. You can really see the scale separation in, on her. Uh, it's cool. You, like if you that. have any other bin that doesn't like lock the lid, all of a sudden you come in there and the lid's over here, the bin's over there, the snake is over there, and everything's all crazy. So yeah, it's good to have a locking lid. That that doublehead albino granite. She does. She does. I'll put it right over here under the heat panel. Mm. And uh-huh. it'll be one night, and she'll have it flipped on its side, laying on the side of it. Yeah, that's, like that is the other thing. Is, <laughs> they do that a lot. <laughs> so yeah. Every time. They flip it on, I like it when they flip it on the side and then they get in it. So then they're just laying on this like skinny part while it's still half in the air. And then I tip yeah. it, and I hear a snake fall inside the bin. And I'm like, well, what have we learned? So, yeah. Yeah. Did that to my Maclox Python today. I just, uh, as I was scrolling through your Instagram again, just to see a couple more snakes or whatever, um, I look at this one, it said, my favorite from the striped clutch this year. And I'm like, wow, that snake is hot. Oh, wait, that's the same snake that's that we just one. were talking no, about. No. <laughs> but it was just a different angle where you could really see the portals on the side. I was like, oh, man, that thing is nice. So, Jake, is that cool? That's carpets. a nice snake. Is there a species that you would jump into or want to get involved in aside from Morelia? Um, Timors. Mm. Uh, that's something I've always wanted, and I really need to think about doing it because that's another one. You know, all those obscure, you know, pythons, you the price just goes up and up and up. Yeah, I would a hundred percent endorse Timors. I love my Timors. I wish I had jumped on more when I had the chance. So they're one of the coolest looking pythons. Oh, yeah. you know oh, they're I mean? gorgeous. 
It's almost like a retick in a carpet. It's kind of like had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I that they're they're one of my favorites. That's cool. I got I got a crazy question. One piece of reptile equipment in your room that you can't live without. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Thermostats. Thermostats, okay. Programmable thermostats, yep. No light dimmer switches for us anymore. We've evolved. <laughs> like, you know, we're beyond yeah. that. God. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's easier that way. They are. They, yeah. It's, I can't wait for the technology to advance to where it not only takes care of the the thermostat, takes care of the, which I'm sure they already have this in some capacity. spots where it controls yeah. the heat, the humidity, mm-hmm. the lights, like all they, in one thing. Uh, I saw one today. I went to go, because my kids have a couple of geckos. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I went to PetSmart to get mealworms and stuff, and I think it was ZooMed. They have like a, it looks like a modem, you know what I mean? Or, um, yeah, like for, a tower from the yeah. Up yeah. And it does humidity. It comes with two probes. It's got three plugs that it's supposed to control humidity, lighting, and, um, um, heat. Heat, I think. Wow. Wow. Three plugs. It's like 150, I think. But it looked like it had like a separate little remote with it. You know what I mean? It had this box and a little remote. It's got three probe ports, but it says it come with two probes. I was like, man, that might be kind of cool. You know what I, mean? I mean, that, huh. that, that, they may be designing those kind of things just like for like one big yeah. tank enclosure, but that's not bad if that's what you're right. going to do that. I mean, I mean that's only the beginning. You yeah, know? I mean eventually they'll make something like that. That's just like a Herpstat six or something. Well, they need to. I, I think that's something that's very much untapped. Where it's like, how much technology and cool shit can you get if you're doing a saltwater tank? That could be something that we could do for a reptile enclosure and stuff like that. Like the, right. the all the different kind of lighting systems, the different kind of water pumps and computer systems that you know, deal with that stuff and testing equipment for this. That, the other thing, it's like, it would be awesome if you could go to pet smart or Petco or whatever and pick up these things that would help you have a very large, very cool terrarium for your animals. So, cause it, it, making a display tanks just fun too. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I saw in, uh, I think I talked about this on the one, one of the shows when we came back, but Scott, Hyper had this unit on the top of his cage that he had like he he didn't even have anything in it it was just a bioactive cage and mm-hmm. he had this app where he could you know it like had the different suns like different moons phases like anything you could think of programming it was into this thing and i think i think it was like something with aquatics yeah right yeah. and well- Certain fish don't breed unless it's like a new moon or some bullshit. Like, right. it's, I would not be surprised. Yeah, it was really cool. I was like, wow. Lightning storms, you know, it had like the lights would flash like a lightning storm. That's it cool. Was, it was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. Like, you, could you imagine walking into your room and like having a, a storm being a, like, up and just seeing all today. your cages like yeah. flashing and shit, you know? And it didn't look cheesy like, uh, 
strobe light. Like, <laughs> like a, yeah, it wasn't like that. It was like it really legitimately looked like a, a lightning storm. Next step pretty, is that you, cool. you put a lightning rod on your house and you run it down into the snake room so that oh, when you're when it's hit, you there's that? actual lightning in your snake room. That will that that's yeah. how we get the bull and I to breed. You know, <laughs> bring the nature inside. Simulate a hurricane. Yeah. Do you ever see yourself getting into something like that? Of price, like you know, obviously the price is insane. Twenty thousand dollars snake. Would it be something that you would want to get into, Bowens? Uh, I mean, they're cool, man, but that's kind of the one that everybody wants to chase. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it seems like, especially think, since you know, Almahera got bred, it's like we're running out of. You're cool too. <laughs> they are, but like it seems like we're running out of that that species that we can't get to breed, and it's. Like now, everybody's jumping at Bull and I. No, that's what people think. But mm. just because someone else bred it doesn't mean that it's you're going to be able to. Yeah, challenge for you or whoever. You know, there be, there are people working at it for years. What makes you think just because yeah. you got them and are going to keep yeah. them in a drawer that you're going to be able to breed them? Like I don't. Yeah, I think I think I've been thinking about this with Bowen's pythons, and I think that they're the project that that people that have been breeding for a long time. Mm-hmm. And have bred multiple species, Just multiple different types. Yeah, that, that they they end with something like that. Like they they get to a point where it's like, okay, I've done this, I've kept that, I've bred this, I've bred that. You know, blah blah blah. Did the morphs? Did the this? Did the that? And now it's like that last, you know, uh, thing that that. It, it, I guess I guess when you've been breeding for a long time, you must get to a point where it's like. It yeah, becomes almost the high. <laughs> yeah, it becomes it becomes what's the word? I don't want to say monotonous, but you know what I mean. It becomes yeah. but like a program almost to where there's yeah. there's not the excitement. And I think yeah, that I, mean, for, I don't blame them. I mean, if if they weren't that expensive, I'd do it. You know, just yeah. to try it. Hell yeah! Who doesn't want to try it? You know yeah. what I mean? I mean yeah. It's a cool snake. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, that's too expensive, man. And you see for $15,000 a piece or $10,000. That's a brand new car. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a whole reptile building. Yeah. ground up. No. No. That's every carpet you could imagine. And then some. You know how, many, yeah, how many carpets is that? A couple pairs of Timors. Like that, that's that's a... That's a, Owen sells yeah. his entire collection to get two snakes. Like, no. Like... Mm-mm. Well, that's the other thing too, right? I think that like a lot of breeders that sort of settle into that groove sort of um, have slimmed down the collection to where they can kind of focus on that species. I think yeah, that's something I mean, that, you know. And I, somebody like that's going to be the one to breed them probably. This, the, right. this word, these words, this slim down collection, it does not compute with Owen. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It is. It's it's weird when you have a you go from a huge collection yeah to a smaller collection you watch and other like people. you go to no 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 you go to clean <laughs> and you're like oh, oh I'm that's done. it <laughs> <laughs> oh that was easy yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it can get out of hand quick for sure I well, yeah <laughs> so what's the uh, most anticipated you guys might have already hit this why I had to step away but we what's the most anticipated yeah, the in- most anticipated, anticipated project for this year. Did you um, hit it? We just talked about it. We don't think he, he never. He didn't pin one down. He said okay. what he's got going on, but he didn't say which one he's really. The one you got to have. Jones and four, yeah. 
I mean, I'd really like to see the hypo and the granite jag go, but I really, I think my top one, whether it be the hypo to the MBB red or the M pen to the MBB red, either one of those, if I could get that one clutch, then really, I'd be happy. Yeah. And your red is from Eric, right? Uh, no, no, I have a male um, red that I bought from him this year. That red was oh. produced by Balin. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, cool. Okay. She's really, I don't know. She's huge too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I mean, she, I think she was fed a little extra. You know what I mean? But here's the thing now is like, are we now going to look at every really large coastal and be like, clearly that thing's got like Brisbane blood in it somewhere. I mean, more so than we already were. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I never thought that before. I don't. Eh, it was always something, but especially in like a very, very large coastal with question marks all over it. But so are the Brisbane's that are in the hobby? Are they big? Well, mine aren't that big. let's put it this way. Mine aren't. <laughs> like, but <laughs> the the rumor is they're supposed to be the biggest, you know, locality coastal. Mine, my male's a nice size for a coastal carpet, but my female's actually kind of small because remember I thought they were the other way around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. So I, mine aren't. But everybody else says everybody else tells me that they're supposed to be. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Jake? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's possible. I guess now we really don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? As far as but see the the whole thing. That's what everybody was. You know that that thread that came up on um NPR pick of the week or whatever. Yeah. Everybody's like, what happens now? I don't think anything really. No, nothing. Like I commented on there, and what I think is, I mean, basically Nick kind of did something similar. I think the all the pure coastals that that we had and are now coastal type animals, or they call Mm -hmm. it something that sort. And then you have the Northerns, which is just the Rockhamptons, really, as far as coastal. Mm -hmm. The Southerns. Those are, you know, just a couple pure localities. And, of course, Variegata is IJ and, and Darwin and whatnot now. But, I mean, it's obvious they're, they're from different places. So we should always keep uh, keep them separate regardless of whether someone wants to mix them or not. We always need – we need to keep as many separate lines as we can, you know. What I pure mean? line is – The only thing that yeah. this means – after the, after this classification that they did, the only thing it means is we have less pure animals in, in the hobby than we thought we did. <laughs> we were already right. already low on that, and now it's gotten worse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's people are already crossing stuff, and they're still going to cross stuff. I cross stuff, and then I I like I keep pure stuff too, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's. I mean, it's no different than it was. It's just those coastals aren't really pure anymore. And I think it's also that much more important, though, to keep the locality animal, animal, 
<laughs> and we're sure, yeah, mm-hmm. because I mean, we we don't have that many of them. When they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, there's nothing new coming in. Yeah, and I think I think sometimes people get caught up on the idea that well, it's locality and the locality's bullshit. Well, yeah, maybe the locality is bullshit, right? Let's just let's just say that for sake of argument that it is. But mm-hmm. like, that's a line of carpets that we're going to call this line, (laughs) you know, whether it's the locality or not, we can pretend that it is, or, you know, some people believe it hundred percent. Other people are skeptical. Other people say it's bullshit, but I think to your point, it's sort of another, another thing, you know, regardless of what name we put on that thing, it's still another thing that we have in the hobby that we could sort of keep as something different, I guess. You know, yeah, and and like you said, it just becomes it just it just becomes a line. It just becomes a thing. Like, yes, one hundred percent, we can't say with certainty that it is this purely this thing, but that doesn't mean we can now just <laughs> throw it to the wind and go nuts with it because then you're right, it's gone, whatever it was. So. Do you think that the hobby – what do you think, Jake, to this question? Do, do you mm. think that the hobby was had plans on doing that anyway? I, I don't think that they did. I don't think they gave a shit. <laughs> like, like do you think that once the book came out that people were going to be like, oh, now I can cross my – you know, my IJ and my Darwin, and it doesn't. People were already doing it before, right? That's what I mean. I mean so it's, it's like that's what I'm saying. Is nothing's different besides right. the fact that those coastals are no longer pure. You're right. as far as we know, we can't prove right. that they're pure. Or it's you know. they've now been so horribly mixed that we can never prove anything. So, yeah. If if anything, it's taught me this lesson mm. that. When you find a carpet python that you think is cool looking and somebody tells you it's whatever, you know, just get the carpet python yeah, that you go. think is cool. <laughs> so like I think I think of a couple of things. For me, it was citrus tigers. Mm. It had an undocumented animal in there. Some say they were jungles. Some say where they were jungle, coastal, whatever. To me, it's sort of they fall into that group to where, where it's like the northern coastal jungle mix thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's what they become. That's what they were before, before the book came yeah. out. <laughs> and now it's almost like it added a sense of legitimacy to them, right? So so it used to be that if you were a hardcore coastal person, you would be like, I can't tell you how many people would come up and be like, and you've seen it, Owen, at the show. All the oh, time. man. Those tigers are awesome. Yeah, they're the citrus tigers. Oh, they're the ones that are crossed, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like it insulted yeah, them. That's, that's the one good thing about it. I, the one thing, you know, that's a good thing about it, though, is because all these people that have been working with coastals for, I mean, all the morphs, now mm-hmm. all the morphs are uh, questioned traditional yeah. coastals, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, the one thing, uh, Nick and everybody else. I mean, they're not going to just throw all those animals to the side. I mean, yeah. it would it would be stupid to do so. Right. So it, now, you know, maybe maybe people like that will think about working. Maybe think about working with certain animals that may have one question mark, but kind of fall into that category or whatever. Right. right. Maybe, maybe not, but 
Yeah. If you were I agree. if you were on the fence about breeding your animals because this like you're like I'm not going to breed these because this it cannot be done and then this book came out and you're like now it's I'm free to do this all. If that was your hang up. Like I Yeah. Come on, dude. Like you probably shouldn't be breeding. <laughs> right. Like I understand keeping pure pure and keeping this stuff here and keeping lines pure and stocks pure, but every once in a while you just got to be like, "Oh, that'd be cool." So here's another one and this one will hit home for Owen. Yeah. And I think is is something. Now, you can be honest, Owen, whether the HCQ, don't you wish you still had some of that? Yes. 100%. And don't you think don't you think like for me with HCQ a certain little part of me was like when I would have somebody like Nick or, oh, yep. they're bullshit. They're oh, bullshit. I, I, <laughs> so it's like, first oh, I got to throw these away. <laughs> my first conversation with Nick as I was a young newbie, I told him what I had and I had a bunch of HGQs at the time. He goes, those are bullshit. And I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, it's that is something that now it's like, well, were they? Or was that just because it said Queensland on their box? Like, well, think about that for a second. It said high contrast, contrast Queensland. Queensland. They would fit into that yeah. mold of a northern coastal jungle, like perfectly. Yes, it would. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and, and now the, that line the is shit gone. That I got when they were like, "Oh man, those are clearly a cross or this cross and that other thing." And I remember, I bred my first one of my first breedings was. My MBB Jaguar to a Hycon. And people were like, why did you do that? And I got some yellow Jags. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But a lot of them, once they found out they had Hycon, they didn't want them. But the weird thing is, is that they didn't want Hycon when it was in a Jag. But when it was in a Tiger, everybody was go losing their shit. So, I mean, we kind of also did this to ourselves. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I guess that's my point. <laughs> so, how, what do we do now? We keep doing what we were doing, but now we have to put chain eye on things. Don't nothing changes. As somebody that's coming from the ball python world, and you know, uh, previous to coming into carpets, <clears throat> do you find that people care about that? Do you More. see people like caring about? something pure or not do you, do you see was it was it and was it difficult for you to transition from a world where you could breed whatever to whatever and not have to think about it and then come into a world where you have all these different subspecies and species and such no i mean i mean yeah i mean as far as that goes you don't have to worry about anything but whether they're i mean who knows maybe there are uh, different subspecies of ball pythons or something you know if if they came out with a paper breaking down ball python into like four or five subspecies i I mean you'd be in the same boat what the fuck are you gonna do nobody was ever keeping track of this it's too late like it's done too late and two i don't think really you know next to next to no one would care about it anyway because i mean that's the focus of the right right the they're trying to make a pretty snake, right? Right. Yeah. No one's no one's worried that the ball python they're buying has been mixed with an Angolan python. That's another. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a. a did, did you guys see the uh, green tree ball python? I refuse to acknowledge that animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have fit. 
I mean, What's okay, it? so I look, I I got these morph projects or whatever, which is Darwin IJ jungle crosses and stuff, but there are I guess everybody has their line, you know what I mean? Everybody yeah, has yeah. A, I mean to me it's mainly um mainly animals like that that are either more difficult to breed or harder to get, like a rough scales and you know those are lines that I wouldn't cross myself, you know what I mean? If somebody wants to do it, I don't care. Whatever. Go ahead. But right. we don't have that I, many I of those animals. It, like it, It's like when people take a Timor and cross it to something. It's like we don't have that many of those yeah. animals That's in right. the hobby. Why right. are you taking your Timor and tossing it to a retake? And my biggest question, though, is that ball python green tree cross. Okay, Somebody just did that. Just, <laughs> the head looks just like a ball python. So who's yes. going to I'm gonna breed this to this, and then it's a new ball python. Right, exactly. That the, the problem, funny the problem is, <clears throat> is that some people cannot sit there and have a breedable female go a season without attempting to make eggs, and right. for the reason of I don't know, I, I have no idea why somebody sits there and looks at a green tree python and a ball <laughs> python and says I'm gonna do this, and then has the rationale to be like why. Why would what is what is the purpose other than to say you did it? So I see I saw I saw that pop up this morning when I was at work, <clears throat> and I'm sort of like you I looked the at customer it. Customer in the face. No, I because oh. I didn't read it. I just looked at the picture, and I'm my immediate reaction was, why is Ryan? Why is he so upset about this? Like I, I don't. <laughs> it's a weird looking I, clown not, ball python. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I thought it. It reminded me of like a lemon blast. Mm spinner thing or something yeah. from back in the day. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, why is he so upset? And then I see somebody said something like, is it going to be in the tree or is it going to be under a rock? And I'm like, oh, wait, is this? Oh, a, no. Oh, shit. That's a Paul <laughs> Python green tree? Like, oh, wow. So it fooled me. We're just it, looking at it real quick. Well, yeah. and we, we've <clears> had that with like, we, we talked about that with like the uh, the Maclots and the carpet and stuff like that. It's like I think if you go far or too far beyond a certain thing, it's like what the fuck are you doing? Like who, why would you take a ball python and a woma and cross them together? This is an animal from Africa. This is an animal from Australia. Why? Why would you do this? And that's the same mentality of people who breed like snow leopards to tigers. Like, it's like, why are you doing this other than just to say but you did it? I guess it's not the same when you're breeding designer dogs, right? Because they're all the dog. dogs. Listen, right? listen, if anybody ever tells you that they have a pure labradoodle, you smack them in the face. Okay. Wanna why? Yeah, but there's no such goddamn thing. <laughs> I guess my question is, is they all canis canis or whatever a dog yeah, is? Yeah, because they're all mixed in insanity and breeding okay. like crazy. Yeah. So it's not the same. It's if not somebody came out with a paper breaking down dogs into five, four or five <laughs> different subspecies, ain't nobody going to do shit. <laughs> like it's That's Owen's go-to phrase for the night. God if somebody right, comes out with a paper. Like, you know what? If somebody came out with a paper and broke down this into five or six different subspecies, nobody's going to do crap. You're yeah. screwed. Nobody's going to change shit. Oh, uh, dear, dear. Oh, all man. the bulldogs in all the world are now mutants. More so yeah. than they already were. So... Right. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, Owen, do you want to do some uh, some yeah, closing questions? Yeah. So yeah, we'll hit the closing questions. All right. 
I kind of already talked about that. All right. Uh, Jake, do you have a species that you tried to breed but failed the most with? Not yet. Not yet? Ah, that's cocky. <laughs> so, Ooh, <I> like <laughs> that was nice. Um, It'll come. It'll come. Um, <laughs> do you have a species that you had the opportunity to purchase but you didn't and regret passing on? Um, scrubs and Timors, you mm. know, I'm not trying to do that a little at a time, though. But. Gotcha. Uh, what was the hardest lesson you learned while keeping the reptiles? Mm. I don't know, man. Pay attention, you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, it looked like, I, I say that all the time, where it's like, uh, I'm looking at a snake and I'm telling Melissa, I'm like, it's sick. And she's like, it's not, I'm like, it, it's, it, it's not, it's not normal. So it's sick. Let's deal with this. Like you're, you're your first line of defense when you're paying attention to shit. Um, okay. Do you hurt much? Yeah. If you could go no, anywhere in the world, where would you go herping? Oh, well, I don't know. Probably, uh, I mean, I'd like to go to Australia, but I can't, you know what I mean? I've yeah. got uh, plenty charges. So, um, probably somewhere in South America, for sure. South That's America? Really I mean, I go around here sometimes. There's really not a lot out here. Mm. Um, really? Yeah, in Virginia? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that, but um, I mean, you know, there's a lot, of de- uh, a lot of garters, a lot of decays, a lot of rat snakes, I mean. I mean, it's just stuff. If you grow up around it, it's not as uh, interesting. You know what I mean? You catch yeah. a yeah. hundred of them, and it's just not the same. You got to kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd like to go west. You know what I mean? Texas, yeah, that is fun. Stuff like that. When you start finding rattlesnakes, you're like, ah, this is cool. <laughs> so, For sure. All right. And uh, I guess the last one would be. Um, what was your coolest reptile moment, whether it be breeding, herping, or keeping? Probably getting one of the, you know, uh, like, I don't know, probably one of the times, I, uh, maybe one of the times I bought a bigger snake, like a big adult berm or a <laughs> tick, you know, getting something like that and taking it out of the box, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> with, the, with the berm that's just laying there, but with the retick, you know, it comes flying out of the bag all over the room, you know. Right. Just, uh, T- takes you for a ride right when you get it out. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Um, I guess do you have a website, Instagram, Facebook stuff, anything you want to toss out there for anybody who can find you, follow you? Uh, I got Instagram, Convicted Constrictors, and then you can find me on Facebook, Jake Freeman. Those are the two uh, easiest places to get a hold of me. Cool. Uh, anything else you want to toss out there real quick before we let you go? I think that's it. All right, dude. Well, this has been awesome. Like, thanks for coming on with us and chatting yeah. on the whole snake thing and, uh, you know, good luck with this season. We'll uh, keep you, uh, keep us posted on those hypo granite stuff. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. See you. All right. So housekeeping for us. Okay. Carpets and coffee has uh, combined with 
a uh, cold-blooded caffeine, and we have our NPR blend. It's only taken 11 uh, years for us to get a sponsor, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Or I, collaboration I guess, thing. Yeah. Collaboration. Yeah, there we go. Probably, it's our yeah. first collaboration yeah. in 11 years. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It, it, um, so, just so everybody knows, $1 of every bag sold is donated to wildlife conservation yes. in coffee producing countries, which is, which is awesome. excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and um yeah, so if you wanna check it out, you can go over to coldbloodedcaffeine.com and you can use the promo code MPR. Um we'll have a referral link in the show description so you can follow it from there and uh use the MPR code and you'll get ten percent off. Nice. So check it out. Yeah. Um as far as Everything we have going on, um, you know, subscribe to uh, all the different podcasts on the uh, network. Mm-hmm. Um, the YouTube channel. And, uh, YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Our goal was to get to 1,000 by the end of the year. Let's see if we can hit that. We'll see. Um, yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. We're pretty close. We're at 945. It's like so close. Just Sweet. People just go start making accounts and liking it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Yep. If that's how it goes. Um, so, yeah, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and NPR Network. Cool. Uh, did you mention the Teespring store? I did not. Okay. Go to the Teespring uh, store. There's stuff over yeah. there. NPR stuff, Rogue Reptile stuff, E.B. Morelia stuff, Carpet Fest stuff, Carpet Fest. <laughs> um, yeah, we only got a couple <laughs> weeks to figure that out. We better have a meeting. We better have a meeting need, at some point you, after the holiday. You and I have a meeting very quickly. <laughs> yes, yeah, we got. I got. I got some things lined up to talk about. Like, where yeah. are we going with? Yeah, we know. need to. We need Carpet to do that. Fest being one of them. Yep, yep. So. I keep uh, the 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 veiled threats against my life if we don't figure out Carpet Fest. Keep coming. So, um, uh, yeah. we'll figure that out soon. Um, other thing would be uh, you can go to. Um, RogueReptiles.com. Uh, I am shutting down shipping. I'm done. Um, so if you want to come pick something up, cool. If not, you're going to have to wait. Uh, when I got an email today from Redline Shipping saying they're not shipping any animals out, <laughs> they're like, no, you're not doing it. Yeah. Oh, really? They sent, they the sent an email. They sent an email saying, to like, listen, there's there's a holiday. There's there's this. There's that. They're like, nothing. They, they said that they're only going to turn on insurance sporadically depending on the weather till january 10th wow it makes sense like dude like i'm i'm yeah i'm I'm probably going to delete all my ads off of morph market because there's no sense in selling anything right now because a lot of people are like can you ship it to like los angeles and then they run away when i say yeah it's going to cost you 90 bucks but it's like yeah so I'll probably this be shutting gig, down. This gig's but, getting expensive, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but if you are in the tri-state area or going to be at any of the major reptile shows in the tri-state, I can have animals delivered. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Other than that, I think that's all we have for everybody tonight. So we say thank you all for listening, and we'll catch everybody next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night. <laughs>